get ready for some idiots talking about shit. Here is Justin, Tony, Dustin, Andy. It's back talk. What is up, everybody? How is everybody doing? We are back again for another wonderful episode. It is me, the man, the myth, the woo. Hey, man, that is nice. I like the ring of that. I am here with Dustin, the fine gentleman, and some other asshole in some shades. So whatever. So fuck you, daddy. Yeah, fuck I, you. I, I hey, try to figure out the man, the myth, and the woo. Is hey, that guy, the guy on the bottom. Guy on the bottom. What's your name? What's your name? I'm not on the bottom. You're on my bottom. Yeah, What's your name? <laughs> I'm on your bottom? Yes. So I'm behind you on your bottom. So you're my bitch. Oh. What? What? What's your name? <laughs> Guy with Home Depot shirt? Woo. Fuck you, woo! <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Fuck you, Tony. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> Uh, Fuck you, Will. Hey <laughs> you guys doing all right? <laughs> oh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm freezing doing my ass off. Freezing my ass off up here. We found out, I think, over the weekend, and why I'm in such a good mood is we found out yesterday that things are not bigger in Texas. They're very immature in Texas, actually. Yeah, they got taken out by a bunch of cheese. 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 Cheese melted down there and cheese is better than anything in Texas. Unless anything in Texas is in jail. Tell me cheese is bigger in Texas too. I think it covers the whole state. Cheese bigger in Texas? What would Swiss cheese have? Is that how the Mexicans get in? (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking about the Mexican word of the day, Dallas? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the Mexican word of the day, Dallas sucks. Well, the Cowboys <laughs> played the last game of the season. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, I think they went to Cancun today. Goodbye. Goodbye. You know, I heard the best thing somebody said about, I think it was on a TikTok, but it was the Cowboys are no longer America's team. They're not even Texas's team. <laughs> so I think I think that's what excited me about the about the weekend. I, I just don't understand why everybody thought they were going to get out of there. Like Dallas can't do nothing. They never have been able to do anything. So it's like my my thing is is that everybody is so high on Dallas. Like it's their year again. You know, it's always their year. But they what beat one team with a winning record all year, and that was the Eagles when they were at home. Exactly. So we could get rid of the Eagles today. Tonight, that, that I don't see that happening. But my play, my playoff hopes are complete. Complete. Not to worry well, about might, anything anymore. It might happen. If Baker, you know, gets his little hot streak going and goes off, it might happen. The way the hey, Eagles I, have been playing. The Eagles have not been playing well at all. I mean, the last four, three, four to five weeks. I mean. And I don't know if it's injuries there or what's going on, but there's something going on there. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. No, it's kind of yeah. like you look at Miami Saturday. You know, they're so injury. They were so injury ridden. They were pulling people off the street to play play defense. I mean, everybody's <laughs> hyping up Mahomes and Kelsey and the Chiefs for beating them, but it's like you beat a team that was probably third string guys, like like replacement guys, like in the movie The Replacements. You know, I mean, to me, that game, well, they're, 
we were talking about before, there was not one game exciting this weekend. I mean, besides the one last night, I guess was pretty good at the end, but. But it was at the end. Yeah. I mean, I think Detroit pretty much hand, had that game pretty, pretty wrapped up, except for the, I mean, it did get close at the end, but. And how about so Detroit? Happy? Are you happy for Detroit? I mean, Absolutely. first playoff wins at what, 93? Mm-hmm. I mean, 35 crazy. years, I think I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, I'm NFC North Territory here, and honestly, it would be awesome to see Detroit make a decent run. I mean, now they, uh, they do get another home game here because Dallas did lose. But, um, you know, I don't know who they're going to be playing. They'll, they play the winner of tonight's game, right? Am I correct on that? Yep. Because Green Bay on. goes to San Francisco, correct? Yep. yep. So, I mean, I, I'm happy for them. I, I kind of hope Green Bay or uh, Detroit goes all the way. I mean, it'd be such a cool thing for that stadium and that that fan base. You know, such a losing season for how long. You went 0-16. Mm-hmm. To, you know, everybody's saying made the stupidest trade ever, trading Stafford and all that. And, like, L.A. won that deal. And it's like you could reverse that all together. I mean, you got how many number one picks for Stafford? You got Goff. Goff was never a bad quarterback in my eyes. He just needed to get out of L.A. and in the spotlight. I mean, some some quarterbacks are like that. They don't play well under pressure in a spotlight in a big city. You get out of there. I mean, I look at Geno Smith in the same aspect, what he's doing in Seattle right now. I mean, yeah, they didn't make the playoffs, but he's been playing good the last couple of years. So, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell what's going to happen, but I would love to see Detroit go all the way and go to the Super Bowl. But I don't I don't. Know I don't know happen. that they're going to get by San Francisco, but it would be nice to see. But I think the – the colors for the logo have already been determined, so I don't, I don't think Detroit's. They got, they got alternate pictures there, and there's some blue and red in there as well. So, yeah, well, there's red and it's purple for Baltimore. There's alternate ones now. They have alternate ones out there for the second part of the script in case they want to go that way. Uh, I think okay. it'd be pretty epic to see, to see Green Bay go into San Francisco and knock them off. Like this, like what you did against the Cowboys, and the Lions win, and the Lions can host the NFC Championship game against their rival in the NFC North. Be pretty what does cool. that tell you? NFC North is the best division in football. Um, we were actually talking about it, or I was listening to the radio earlier today about the NFC North, and you know it has the potential to be probably one of the best leagues or conferences in the in the league in the next year or two. The Bears have how many number one picks this year? could get better at quarterback. I mean, Phil's ain't a bad quarterback, but they could be pretty stout. Even if they trade him away, they're going to get a lot more picks. Green Bay, obviously, they're playing great. Detroit, I mean, they got a great coach, great system. I mean, the Vikings this year, if Cousins don't get hurt, I think they're a playoff team. It'd be, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's kind of like the, what is it, the AFC North that kind of dominated that side too. They had all four teams in the playoffs until Burrow went down and, all that. So, I mean, it's kind of crazy how you can look at the, the North teams and how they're doing in the, in, yeah. in the aspect, but yeah, it's uh it's going to be, it's a good division. I don't think the East is as strong as everybody thinks they are with the Cowboys and the Eagles. Obviously the Cowboys, you saw what they have and we'll see what, ha- what the Eagles have tonight. So, right. It's, it should be a good game tonight as well. I mean, go, go Buccaneers. I mean, I like, I'm always an underdog guy the way it is. But I think, like you said, the logo's out there. It's going to be Baltimore versus San Francisco. It's everybody's choice. But mm-hmm. it's the only way the purple and the red work. 
Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, how, how about how about everybody saying like Kansas City played in below zero temperatures, the fourth coldest playoff game I think in history or fifth. And Buffalo had to move their game for some snow. Yeah, they, they're playing right now as we speak, uh, and as we're recording this. Um, they're everybody's saying that any North team should have an enclosed stadium. What's your guys' input on that? Football's meant to be played in the snow. Right. I mean, you're gonna go to Green Bay and say, Hey, you guys gotta build a whole new stadium and play indoors. No. At that history. I mean, no. No. I, I I think that it was great that Kansas City went out there and played. I think it's shitty that Buffalo didn't play in a snowstorm. I think their governor had a lot more to do with that than anything else. Well, listen, I know why they did it. It wasn't, it, it, if you're getting three feet of snow and you got 70,000 people at a stadium, they're not getting home. So they're not getting there. uh, Well, they're not getting home. Right. So if it's snowing during the, during the game, you get three feet of snow. These guys, these people are going to get stuck and stranded on the roads. Um, So I understand why. But, uh, which then comes down to dollars and cents, right? Yeah. Because otherwise, play the fucking game. And the teams can sleep at the fucking stadium. I think if they're looking at, like, uh, like a foot, they probably would have played. But I don't think the field would have been clean. I mean, watching the game right now, before I came up here and I'm watching as we speak, the field looks in way better condition than what Kansas City's field looked looked in. Mm-hmm. And they have a warmer too. And this field actually looks like it's a football field. Kansas City looked like an ice skating rink. Yeah. So they still have snow in the stands. Yeah, oh, they're throwing was, it which, around like crazy. Which was interesting as shit, right? Like when, when Buffalo scored, they're all throwing the snow in the air. It looks like a bunch of like smoke bombs are going off. It's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> like, we did that uh Back while they were building U.S. Bank Stadium up here in Minnesota, we played at the U of M Stadium outdoors, and we actually had to scoop it out. They were paying people to come and scoop it out, and I actually went to the cold a cold game with snow in there. Yeah, we were throwing snow around and like everything. Everybody's like, feels like we're in Buffalo. I mean, that's exactly what we all were saying: throwing snowballs around, you know, touchdowns and stuff. It just made it fun. But so, to me, football is meant to be played outdoors in the cold. So, so what about that, right? So you mentioned they pay people to come in. They did the same thing in Buffalo yep. over the weekend. They paid you $20 an hour to, and, and food, all the food you could eat or whatever, yep. uh, to come in and shovel. Would you do it? I did it. Okay. In, when I was in Minnesota. I enjoyed every minute of it. Did and they give you a ticket to the, the game. game, though? No. See, that's the thing. They're not going to give me a ticket to the game. The problem is, is that I think they would do that, but it's all sold out usually at that point. So then you offer it up to ticket holders first. Right. And shovel. And you get paid and I'm believe scoop out you... your seat. <laughs> yeah. I mean. No, I mean, but they paid you pretty good. And honestly, it was just like, hey, I'm already up here. We're setting in our hotel room. We can't really go do anything else. Let's just go do it. It was, it was fun. We got drinks for the, you know, we got money for drinks for the game. I mean, it was worth it, worthwhile. I was at driving from down here to go up there and do it. I wasn't going to drive four hours to go scoop out a stadium, but we were already there, and it was pretty right. cool. I mean, I enjoyed every minute of it. But, like, I my junior year of high school, we actually got to play in a snowstorm game on a high school field that wasn't heated. Hmm. And I will never forget that game because 
we were the only game going on the section. We were like over halfway there, just about there, and the school wanted to cancel it. It was their homecoming, but um, we were playing Russell Tyler Ruth on RTR, and they were retiring Todd Bowman's jersey, which he played in the NFL, and they wanted to cancel. It's like, we're there. Plow the field off. Let's play the game. We're all here to have fun, and if it ends up not counting, we're all going to have a blast. You're sitting there, slide, you get tackled, you slide in there 20 yards. It was so much fun. It was like playing old schoolyard football all over again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't like the indoor stadium idea. Forget that. No, thank you. I'm not I'm not down. Uh, no, I'd rather be outdoors. I mean, like, I understand if you're up here, you know, you live up here where I do. You know, we get colder, a lot colder than in really anybody else. But, I mean, you go play an NFC championship game at – Lambo. It's happened a bunch of times. It mm-hmm. snowed there. It's cold as heck there too. I mean, the ice bowl was there for wasn't that where the ice bowl was? Wasn't that Lambo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, nobody crabbed back then and they don't have the stuff we have now to keep warm. I mean Well, you know, and the day's gonna come where all colder um area stadiums are gonna be covered. The day will come. Um, that'll be choices by the teams as the as years progress to build those stadiums, um, and it's a, mo- a dollars and cents thing again, right? You can bring in more yep. people. You could, you know, people are comfortable. When people are comfortable, they're spending money. Like it's a dollars and cents thing. So Buffalo's building a new stadium. Is that indoor or outdoor? Don't know. I don't know either. I think it's indoor. I think it's a indoor with a retractable. I believe. Let's see. And Buffalo is one of those you want to tune into in the winter. If you're, yep. Even if you're not a fan of the Bills per se, it's like, I got to watch that game. You know, like mm-hmm. if your team's not playing and, and you're bored and you want to watch a football game, the one you're going to want to watch is the one in the snow. I agree with that. And to me, it's like, like you look at Kansas City. They kind of had a home field advantage. They live there, you know, it gets cold. Buffalo, it's a home. That's a true home field advantage when you bring up like a team from Miami up to this cold weather. I mean, mm-hmm. you give them an indoor stadium. It's like, oh, here you go. Here's your turf. Go run. Go do what you normally do mm-hmm. at your at home. You know, it's no different than my going down to Miami and their stadium set up where their sidelines in the shade, and the opposing teams in 100 degree heat in the sun. I mean, they still get their technically home field advantage at that aspect. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I like cold football. That's to me. That's we played football in the cold. That's just what you do. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Tony? I don't know. I think they're all going to go to domes or something here soon. It's just the way it is. I mean, you know, if, if if football was supposed to be played outside in the cold, then the Super Bowls would be wherever you know the higher seed team would have the home field. So, but, you know, they keep putting them in the South and anywhere there's a dome now. So, well, that's because it's a dollars and cents thing. It has nothing to do with the game. I know. That's all it is now. So, they they did hold the Super Bowl at MetLife. Correct me if I'm wrong. Hmm. Didn't they hold one there? Yeah, I think they did. I mean, that's in February. I mean, isn't it cold in, well, it's, I guess that's in New Jersey. Yeah, they they actually got lucky and. That was when it, like, there was a warm spell. So, like, (laughs) I think it may have rained. May have rained. 
Yeah, I can't remember. It was, I don't remember what year it was, but it was years ago. But like Tony said, all these Super Bowl or Andy, you said it. Were all these warm game? All these Super Bowls are in warm games or warm mm-hmm. areas. Are they got a stadium? Yeah. All these super stadiums, as people per se call them. That's what they're calling them now? These new stadiums that are going up. They're super stadiums. Mm. But no. All in all, I think playoff football is on, off and running like crazy. But I mean. The Cowboys going down, I mean, I hate to say it. I've never been a Cowboy fan. I was a Packer fan probably for the first time in my life yesterday. And it was exciting. I mean, Cowboys didn't come to play. They thought they had an easy game. And so is McCarthy out as, out as coach? I don't know if they've announced that yet or not. Are they going to fire yes. him? Yes, I think I did see that he is gone. Okay, I didn't know if, that, if it was fully announced yet or not. I have paid attention today. I think I did see it today that he's gone. I know they've been talking about it, and I know Prescott said, well, if he's gone, I should be gone then, too. I'm like, because Dak Prescott laid a freaking egg. Yeah, I mean. But, and there there goes J.J. going to the Cowboys. If if J.J. leaves the Vikings, he'll be going to the Chiefs, in my opinion. Mm, maybe. Nope. No? No, Tony? Where, where are you? It's Cincinnati. Where where do you think he's going to go? He's going to go with Burrow and Chase. He's coming to Cincy. Honestly, <laughs> that would be pretty cool if he if they do trade him. Well, what if what if he decides he wants to go to New Orleans and go back home? I don't think he'd go to New Orleans because of their quarterback situation. He wants to go somewhere where they have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's He's got a quarterback. We don't know that yet. We don't know what the Vikings have next year. This is true. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Well, 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 once we get into the offseason and all this stuff can start happening, I mean, I mean, like right now you have uh, one coach, head coach hired in New England because they had it in a, a contract or something. But there's a lot of coaching vacancies, and there's going to be a lot of players moving around with how they're I, still, I think there's looks. seven or eight open right now. There could be more. You just don't know what's going to happen in the future. But right now there's like seven or eight coaching head coach positions yep. open. Yep. Um, so, let's see. Coach. There's Seattle. Um, trying to Tennessee. 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 Vegas is technically open because they were an interim coach. San Diego. The Chargers are yeah. L.A. Chargers, not San Diego Chargers. Dallas. Dallas. Call them San Diego. Dallas, Dallas, potentially. Carolina. Carolina is open. Washington. A lot too. of. Washington too. Yep. A lot of open coaching spots out there. Yep. Well, we'll see what happens. Tony, what'd you get into this week? week? Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you guys are good. No. I was was just going to say the off season is going to get interesting this year. It is. Carousels and all that, you know. Because we also got to think about who's going to get the number one pick now. What do you mean? Well, because it says Caleb Williams will enter the draft, but he wasn't going to enter the draft if Chicago had the number one pick. The problem is with that is that today was the last day he could enter the draft, with, the, and this is the last day he didn't declare. So he yeah. had to choose. He wanted, you know, the word saying, you know, that they weren't going to have the number one pick. So. All right. We could talk about Caleb Williams for a little bit before we go into our weeks and stuff. So 
earlier in this year or earlier in the season, he came out and said he only, he only wants to go to a team that will give him uh, ownership stock. Now he's trying to say that he's not going to go in the draft. He was saying that he couldn't, wasn't going to go to the draft unless that the Bears traded the pick and all that stuff. Well, Bears aren't going to trade the pick right now because nothing's happening. You know, no one knows what they need and all that. So if you're the Bears, if you're any team in the top 10 and you kind of need a quarterback, do you draft Caleb Williams yeah. with all the headache that he's causing? Yeah, you do the you do the Eli Manning deal. Well, I was wondering the Eli deal. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, San Diego knew Eli wasn't going to play for him. But they drafted him anyway. Keep them off to somebody I, else's board. And then they were able to trade them and choose who they were drafting. Yeah. I guess I'm more saying, like, even if he, uh, he wants to go to a certain team, and do you want that headache on your team with all the headaches he's already been causing? Do you want that that person coming into your program, into your situation? Well, as a GM, if you were drafting him and you were going to draft – you needed a quarterback this year. You know, say you are, I don't know, any quarterback needed team, which is a few of them. You know, say you're the Vikings and you want to draft a quarterback and you're, say you're number number two pick. You basically get your pick. Who you, I mean, would you draft him if he's still there? Do you try to take a chance on somebody else without the headache? That is not causing the headache is what I'm trying to say there. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I, I, I'll use another example from another sport that just happened this past week that I wanted to talk about too. Um, And the the quote was, if you don't want to be a part of us, then you're not going to be. Okay. But uh, Cutter Gauthier, who was the Flyers' number one pick two years ago, um, has actually ghosted the team for a year. Because they didn't sign him right away. He wanted to play in the NHL this year. And they told him to go back to BC. Um, So he goes to the team for a year. They flew the general manager and president of hockey operations for the Philadelphia Flyers. Flew to Sweden this past week. Or two weeks ago. To go to the World Juniors. So they could talk to him. He goes to them. In Sweden. <laughs> so, they traded him. They got a player who's not on their roster currently and unsigned for a player that they could add right away that is like two years into the league. Not a bad move. And a, dra- and a draft pick. Mm-hmm. And they, the coach and the GM came out and said, don't want to be a part of our team, you're not going to be. Right. And now he is villain number one in Philadelphia. So when he does make it to the NHL, now that they decided to trade him across the country to Anaheim. When they when that um, team when Anaheim shows up in Philly, you better watch the hell out. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, draft the fucking kid. You don't want to play for us, you're not going to, but I'm gonna make it a little difficult for you. And if we don't get the right. value for you, you can sit and wait. And Ooh, guess what? Yeah. If you sit and wait, guess where your stock's going? 
So fuck you. What, what's your opinion, Tony? I mean, I've seen part of that, so, I mean, I don't really follow hockey, but yeah, I've seen, you know, if you don't want to be here, you're out of here, so. Totally would understand that. If the guy don't want to be there for a year, ghosted him, yeah, get rid of him. Find something else. Yep. And this is a kid that wasn't even, like, he was a draft pick. They owned his rights for, I don't know, another two years. Right. But he was unsigned. Yeah. Weird. So, but yeah, I fucking draft him. Fucking draft a kid. You don't want to be here? You're not going to be. But if we don't get your value, you're not going anywhere either. Right. And if we put you out on the field, we'll put you out in the field in a bad situation, make you look really bad, then we're going to cut you. Well, that's it. I mean, you can draft somebody if they don't want to play. You could actually make them set for five years, and they're not making crap. Yeah. So... Again, that's, you know, Chicago goes, you know what? That's the best player on the board at number one, if that's what their opinion is. You take the player and his rights, and you move on, and you see who wants him and what they're willing to give up for him. Right. Easy peasy. It's exactly what San Diego did. I don't want to play for them. They drafted him anyway, and looked look at Eli's face. Mm-hmm. wasn't up, wasn't happy about it at all. And then next thing you know, like you said, the trade happened. They they traded him and picked the play and got to pick the player they wanted. So what they did, they didn't trade him until after the. Um, so they they went and they made New York pick Philip Rivers. Yep. And then after Philip Rivers was picked, they made the trade. Yep. Because technically, you're not supposed, you're not allowed to draft for another team. So, uh, but in, in in that aspect, in that situation, who won that deal? It's either quarterback really wasn't bad. I mean, really, no. Rivers didn't win the Super Bowl like Manning, Eli did, but. Mm-hmm. Either quarterback really wasn't bad. In my opinion, they're both Hall of Famers. No, the biggest loser in that whole deal was Ben Roethlisberger. Yep. You're you're not wrong on that. He should have been the top quarterback in that draft. Yep. But because of what was going to happen or what went down, and because these these teams were playing some games and the players were playing some games, Roethlisberger ended up being the third quarterback chosen in that draft. Mm Mm-hmm. And people very, could argue that he was probably the best one. Mm-hmm. A very long time after, by sitting there for a long time waiting to get picked. Yep. Yes. Until somebody needed a quarterback. The Will Levis. He, he, he could not believe, he could not believe that Phillip Rivers was taken before him. So. Hey. That was the loser of that situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But in the end, was maybe uh, Roethlisberger the winner out of that, you know? Got to go to Pittsburgh, had a good career there, mm-hmm. won a couple, couple Super Bowls, if I'm not mistaken, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Eli won one. Rivers didn't win one. I mean, Eli won one on a team that was never very good. Yeah, beat the I undefeated mean, team. Other, <laughs> other than, right, but uh, other than that Super Bowl year, 
Nope. The Giants were uh, under Eli really weren't that good. They were a 500 team mm-hmm. every year. Yeah, I mean they each. If, if I remember yeah. right, they were a wild card team that year too, weren't they? They I don't know if they ever won the division. I'm not sure about. It's that. crazy. It's gonna be a crazy. It's. I mean, I think the rest of the playoffs gonna be awesome, and it's gonna be a crazy off season. Yep. One for the books. We're we're in that transition period for like people our age of new players that are becoming up and up like quarterbacks where, you know, we're like in that transition mm-hmm. that everybody goes through in their lifetime. It just all depends on how you were born in that situation. But yeah. we're in that transition. I mean, we didn't, you haven't touched on CJ Stroud and the Texans. You know, you got a rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, first ones to ever go to the playoffs and win a playoff game. They look mm-hmm. great and they're only going to get better. Yeah. They're young. They're a good team. That's why I said the Cowboys are no longer Texas's team. <laughs> oh, those those Texans, they're a pretty good team. They got a hell of a defense. They could make a run into the playoffs. I mean, I don't know who they're playing next. It all depends how this game pans out. But, I mean, it's crazy. And when you start looking at it, I mean, the Texans weren't even supposed to be even close to winning the division. And then Jacksonville stepped, stepped on their dicks and lost so many games in a row there at the end. But Texans aren't a team to sleep on either. I mean, hats off to C.J. Stroud. I mean, Ohio State boy. And, you know, they got yeah. some got rookie players all over the place there, man. I mean, they're dangerous. It's a dangerous team and a hungry team. That fan base deserves it just as much as the Lions do. They've been going through some downfall or hard times over the last few years, too. So, I guess... I, I do want to see how everybody's week was, but do we have to get into um, <clears throat> what happened last week in college football? What, that I was right? Tony was right. Yeah. It wasn't even a game. My my thing is, how, like, I didn't realize how dominant when you cheat your defense can be. <laughs> like... It's amazing. Your defense can like almost act as though they know the play that's coming when you've been cheating every team and stealing all their signs. But how they were they doing that at the end though? Dustin. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Let's What do you think Jim Harbaugh is probably not gonna be the coach of Michigan anymore? He's pulling a Pete Carroll. <laughs> He's pulling a Pete Carroll. And he might as well just go ahead and go to the Seahawks. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Honestly, that would be textbook. It'd be a storybook thing if Harbaugh goes to the Seahawks and then Pete Carroll's still there. It's like, hey, good job getting out of there. Now you don't get punished. The team will. They'll lose their title <laughs> in five years. Yep. I mean, damn. Like, I, I that was the most, I, mo- most surprising part of that whole game was – how they shut Penix down. Yeah, and I kind of, I kind of feel for Penix because that kind of hurts his draft stock. I think. I mean, I think the kid's got potential, but he has so many injuries when he played played in Indiana. I think that's why I feel bad mm-hmm. for him because he's been a rising star there. He's been doing great there, and then he's also not he as young as day. the rest of them. No. No, and then now I mean. The thing is of Washington, now they lose. They lost their quarterback now. I mean, they're coming to Coach the Coach is gone, too. 
coach went to Alabama. Yeah. He had, I mean, it did, you know, the coach was like, hey, uh, this this program's done for a while. I'm going to go to Alabama where it's banging, you know. Well, the players know, did I, that too because I don't know. I don't remember the number, but there were a number of players that entered the transfer portal after the coach left as well. <laughs> same thing with Alabama when Saban left. A lot of players entered the portal too now. Yep. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we were talking about the other night too that, you know, that this transfer portal, I mean, when coaches switch teams like this, they, most of these team co- players in Washington are going to travel to Alabama with them. They went there for the coach. You don't go there right. for the program. You go there for your coach or for the coach that you like the best, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that actually came and talked to you or whatever. You know, now Alabama could just be even more deadlier, but we'll see what happens next year in college football. But, I mean, what does Washington do for a coach now? And, you know, I don't know. It's going to be interesting how that pans out. I mean, I feel for Washington. I mean, they were a great team. They just got out-muscled, out straight up out-muscled mm-hmm. in that game. Yeah, I, I, I was I was shocked. I was Honestly, I was shocked. Like, so was I. Um, and doing it rushing four. They weren't blitzing. Nope. They were just rushing four, dropping back in his own defense. Like, what the fuck? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. It was different. It was a different game. I know that. Wasn't the game I thought it would be. No. But it is what it is. Well, Washington now enters the Big Ten. So... That's going to be different for them, along with a new head coach, and they're going to have new players because the players are left. So yep. um, I think that's going to hurt Washington's stock in the Big Ten. Um, thing is, you just never know until you start playing the games, and that's why you play – you know, it's kind of like the old saying, any given Sunday, anything can happen, as we saw yesterday with Green Bay beating Dallas. Yeah. But, I, I'm just I wondering mean, when they're going to call, actually call it the Big 99. To be honest, I mean, if you look at the logo, I mean, everybody still calls it the Big Ten, but they kind of went away from the Ten part. It's just like big now yeah. with Ten in, in it. Yeah, they're just trying. And, they're they're trying to just call it the Big, but yeah, it, everybody knows. Everybody knows. They're all gonna know. They're all gonna know. They'll never know. They're all gonna know. <laughs> Thing is, hey, I what? think the way the way the Big Ten's going in a few years, I see like. I see some teams like the mid-range, mediocre teams probably going to another conference, you know, moving stuff around. I mean, like I can see like, I mean, Minnesota's always been in the Big Ten. I mean, but you look at like Minnesota, Purdue, Indiana, some of these schools that aren't big in football, they joining another conference and doing like a mediocre league or, you know what I mean? Well, you'll never see like IU or Purdue leave. They're no. Big Ten staples. Um, I'm yeah. not, I don't know about enough about Minnesota's been around forever with them. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just different. I mean, it's, they're trying to do like the power four conference. Now it's not really the power five because each winner of the conference championship games are going to get that first round by in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else is going to fill in. That's what they're trying to do. I mean, I don't think this is really a school ordeal. I think this is like, hey, the Pac-12's done. We're going to go ACC, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12 kind of thing. And um, Power Four, not Power Five, as we've all known forever, the Power Five conference. Mm-hmm. But 
it's kind of sad seeing the Pac-12 go. There's two schools that are still setting there. Um, can't think of the schools right off hand, but they'll find homes. They'll find homes. Well, I was talking with a friend, and I guess there's money if they stay in there for a couple of years. Like they mm-hmm. get like all the money from these other teams that left the conference. I guess. I don't know how it all works. Going by what my friend was saying, I should bring him on here one night and he can explain that to us. But they like get money for staying in the Pac-12 because these schools are leaving from these schools. Well, now when you have to negotiate the NILs with these people, um, I guess the money really makes a difference now. Oh, definitely. Because money before... Okay, I I don't say it didn't because we all know it did, but it shouldn't have made a difference the money the schools were getting right mm-hmm. it should not have made a difference because you should not have been giving players you know money and gifts and shit like that we all know what happened but like it shouldn't have made a difference now now it's going to though yeah well like what you're saying is like uh i don't know if you've all seen the movie blue chips i'll come play with you if you give my daddy a tractor you need to buy my mama a house yeah. that's what it was in the back in the day now it's all like, oh, you got card endorsements. You got all this. You're going to get paid this much money. But how many players didn't play in their college bowl games? I know. I mean, like, your Heisman Trophy winner, Daniels, did not play in his bowl game because he didn't want to hurt his draft stock. I mean, you got all these players that did not play, and it's like, you It should be a requirement. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna be in this NIL and getting paid and all that, you should have to finish out your season. It'd be no different than like oh we're 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 in the playoffs, but we're probably gonna lose. I'm just gonna set out this game, I don't care anymore. And you're con- you know, you're not fulfilling your part of the contract. Yeah. It's Jake Allen saying, you know what, we're in the playoffs, but I'm not gonna play today because I might get hurt for next year. Yep. What? No, exactly. But <laughs> like... uh, no, no. I mean, you play. Oregon State and Washington State. Yeah, those Another are the two, two teams staying in the big town, the Pac-12. Yeah. Um, so you got Oregon, UCLA, USC, Washington, Big Ten, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah, uh, Big Twelve, California, yep. Stanford, ACC. Two California teams going to the Atlantic Coast Conference. Did you hear that, folks? The Atlantic Coast. Everybody knows that California is at the Pacific Ocean. Okay? The ACC is the fucking Atlantic Coast Conference. I can't make this shit up. The thing is I'm looking at, okay, so, like, you're looking at that like the ACC teams, all these teams from over there, they got to fly across country to play away games. These Mm -hmm. kids are in school too. I mean, to me, college football, college sports are awesome, but to me, they're going to school to get an education. Oh wait, they don't. No, they're fucking not. (laughs) Come on now. You all know that if you're on the fucking football team, you're just passing. Oh, See, if you're on the football team, what you're doing is you're taking broadcast classes, media effect, media classes. So you, can, yeah, you, have, you're just, you have your career when you're done. Yeah, and the English class and shit that you have to take that are prerequisites that you just pass. Yeah. Oh, we know. But Come I mean, on. now you're now you. It's more of a not, it's more of a requirement for those guys to be at the fraternity parties. 
So now that now we got the NIL, now you got schools having to pay to fly their kids cross country to play games. I mean, in my eyes, in in my eyes, what they need to do, and like for college football, if this is what they want to be, you know, split it up like the NFL, north, south, east, and west. Mm-hmm. Do that. Make more sense out of it. Yep. I mean. If, if you really want to get to that point, and then you have your mid-majors or whatever that are in their other conferences, but, you know, like say, okay, you got your three non, non-conference games, whatever. You, the SEC's playing, or the, the West is playing the East, and the South's playing the North this year. Next year, the North's playing the West, and vice versa. You know, I don't know. It's just different. It's going to be hard. I mean... I mean, like, you look at, like, Washington. So let's say they got three weeks in a row they got to play in Indiana or, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. You know, do you just stay over there for the week? (laughs) I mean, why fly back? I don't know. It's going to be interesting how this all pans out, but. Yeah, it's it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, So I, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. Update on the game, by the way. Buffalo's up 24 to 17. Okay. Becoming okay. a game. Still, still, still kind of clo- still close game. Uh, 10 minutes left. I want, so what? All right, go ahead, Tony. Um, what have you been into this past week? Not a lot. Just getting ready for vacation, so. Last week, before we go out for the cruise, we leave Monday morning. Everybody's freaking out that you're flying out the day of the cruise. I don't understand. I mean, I understand if I'm flying out and I'm landing at like 11, sure. We fly out at 530. I get there at 750. I got to wait two hours at the airport to even catch the bus to go to the port. I think we're going to be fine. If not, oh well, lesson learned. I don't know. It's a big boat. Never been on a boat. Big boat. So we're going to see how it goes. He's too busy worried about staying the extra day after the cruise so he can go to Disney. Not worried about that? <laughs> so, hey. No, never been on a cruise, so I don't know what people are saying about that either. I mean, I don't know what the big deal would be either. But maybe if you get a delayed flight, you might be screwed. Oh, God. Everybody's freaking out. Somebody says that. And they're like, oh, my God, you're coming in today. Oh, what's wrong with you? Hell's breaking loose. Oh, my God. You're, what's going to happen? You're not going to make it. Like, Damn. Um, He's like, if we miss the cruise, we'll just spend the week at Disney. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. So, but I, I want to, I, I want you to talk about what it's like to work at Home Depot when the power's out. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's fun. The the back. It, <laughs> so, you know, I know I'm going to get hell for this, but I really don't care because whatever. Cool. Um, so power going out, it's, it's okay. It happens, you know, and sometimes the backup generator comes on, but this time it didn't. So, but the bad thing is, is when the power goes out while well, you're taking a piss. <laughs> so you were pissing at eight 30 in the morning. Oh, oh God. Yeah. I was going and the lights go out and then it came back on real quick. I'm like, sweet. And then it went right back off and I'm like, fuck. Okay, cool. 
Did you piss I mean, on the floor? Never... I mean, no. Piss on I... your leg. No, luckily not. It was dark, you know. So it's not like, you know, if you're taking a crap. I don't know if I did. And on the phone, you got light. You're taking a piss. You ain't got no light. You're like, shit. So that was a great way to start off. So, yeah, no backup generator. So, yeah, we just help people with some flashlights and try to find some stuff. And the registers stayed up for a little bit, and then they finally crashed and nothing. So we're like, okay. So you were actually serving customers still with the power out? Yeah, because we still had registers up. So, I mean, you could still buy stuff. You had to use cash. But How did the registers stay up? I don't know. I guess the backup for them stayed on, but not like the lights didn't. So Already registered to that battery backups maybe or some sort, and they're charged up. It didn't last very long. So then after that, it was done and over with, and we had to lock the doors and stand there when people come walking up, and they're like, what do you mean you're closed? Well, you know, from here all the way down to the interstate is closed and dark, so sorry. That happened, so, right? So did they send everybody home at some point? No, just the openers if you wanted to. So other people want had to, to stand around and wait. Yeah, I didn't want to at first, but then I was like, oh, I guess I will. Because it was Friday. I didn't got nothing else to do. So, so did anybody find out why the power went out in half the town? Yeah. Nope. No clue. Hmm. That's crazy. I always hoped the power would go out when I was working. Always hoped. It was- but every time it did when I was there, like, Damn generator kicked on. And you're like, son of a yeah. bitch. Like, but apparently I, you guys didn't pay your diesel bill or something, so. <laughs> something happened. I've been at work and lost power. Waited two and a half, two hours, and like, oh, might as well go home. It was like one o'clock. Then they wanted us to come back because the power came back on 20 minutes later. It's like, no, I'm already home. Screw you. <laughs> I'm already home and had a beer. That's what you say. Yep. <laughs> and by the time I get back there, my shift would be done. So I'm yeah. staying home. Sorry, I, I'm already home and I, I've had a beer, so I can't, I can't return to work because you sent me home and on my time. Since I think I'm not working the rest of the day, because you didn't say what well, the power comes back on, you have to come back. I had a beer. Yeah. I'm home so. for the day. That you can't do anything about that now because you didn't tell me when you sent me home that if the power came back up, I had to come back. So, fuck you. <laughs> and now, if you want to pay me for the whole day because it's your fault that we had no power because we don't have backup generators, then that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> not my problem. The power went out. Not my problem. Some idiot ran into a pole. That's right. See, Tony, that's what you should have negotiated. Been like, well, you could pay me to stand here and do nothing. Or I can go home and you could still pay me to do nothing. <laughs> See, like, I'm not a, not uh, familiar with Home Depot, but most work would say, fine, you're just standing here doing nothing the rest of the day. They're not, it's not out of their money. What are, are it, I mean. So, not but what, what did people do? I bet you they were like, well, you got to go and take this flashlight and pack, pack out this stuff and, and stock the shelves and shit. With a flashlight. Nope. 
No? Bit of, so what did they have people good. doing when you guys were done? Besides standing at the door telling people you guys were done. That was it. Pretty much standing around doing nothing. I'd have been on my phone playing games. Get paid. It would have been the perfect time to make people go do inventory check and go count out all those bolts in each bin. Make ah. sure there's that many in there. Yeah, I'd be like, here's a flashlight. Here's here's a bunch of boxes to go put on the shelf. Go do it. That's what I'd have done. I'm an asshole. Been something you know. to do. Yeah. No, he says that's what you know he would have made people do, but he wouldn't have been doing it. He'd have been like, no. I gotta go outside. I gotta go. I gotta go count the inventory in the garden section with my cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, that was the best time I've ever had when working with Home Depot was when I had a, uh, a store manager who was a closet smoker. Who d So he didn't have his own cigarettes ever. His no. wife wasn't allowed to know he smoked. But if I worked, he would walk by me and be like, you got a cigarette? Well, that's absolutely. when you say he got a quarter? No, because that's an extra cigarette break for me. And I didn't have to go walk outside to my car or all the way outside because you know where he would go? The garden section. <laughs> we just hide behind like the blocks and shit in the store smoking. <laughs> so, it's one like if it was if it was ass cold or snowing outside, you're still in the you're still in the covered part of the outdoor section. Like, yeah. <clears throat> because I had a closet smoker for a store manager who, and I'm telling you, this would, this would be like three, four times a day. So I'm like, okay. And on top of that, then I would take my own regular breaks. <laughs> and you great. worked there how long? <laughs> 12 years? <laughs> Something like that. But. Oh, it was great. And then when he like, like would randomly get a hair in his ass and be like, oh, I'm going to take some people to lunch. I'd usually be on that list. And you think it was an hour long lunch. No. It was like a two, two and a half hour long lunch, you know, and it was always don't clock out. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I did. I'd be in the same way then too. Yep. Yeah. And unfortunately, he left and went to Florida, and we got a really shitty store manager who destroyed the store, and then, you know, place. You mean destroyed your place, fun but... time? You oh, mean no, you actually store... had to work? No, 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 no. <laughs> he actually destroyed the entire morale of the store, and Tony can vouch for that. So, um, am I correct, Tony? You can say it out loud. Oh yeah, he was the Marine type, and yeah, nobody liked him, and. <laughs> yep. And then the one that came after him didn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. So he wasn't any better. So it was great. I quit. But I knew I had three days of no call, no show. That's the greatest part of this this whole quit. I knew I had three days of no call, no show before they could actually, like, fire me. So I had... I, I had health benefits and, you know, all that through them. So I needed contacts and glasses and all that shit. So um, 
in the three days that I did my no call, no shows, I went to the eye doctor and got my fucking glasses and my contacts and, you know, took advantage of whatever fucking benefits I could take care of in those three days. You know, even like the, they had the website where you could go on and buy merchandise and it would like, it would cut, they, it's like a credit thing, you know, you, they take it out of your paycheck. You could buy TVs and fucking drones and fucking all kinds of shit. So I went and bought some shit. Like, <laughs> I know I'm out. You don't know I'm out. <laughs> it was great. It was fucking great. You owe us money now. Ah, fuck you. I'm not, I don't even work there anymore. I don't know what you're talking about. No. No, don't work there anymore. And I'll tell you what, when I go in there anymore that place is such horseshit like nobody knows their ass from a whole long round in a home depot anymore at all like forget the service desk ever go to the service desk about you you ever go to the service desk at a home depot dustin nope i don't go into i don't go to home depot oh my fucking god like they gotta call six people over just to look for one fucking thing that you gotta pick up my closest Home Depot is like two hours away, so we go to Menards. Oh, it's fucking bad. Oh, speaking of, so speaking of idiots, um, so that day the power was out, a roadie showed up. Oh, nice. In a rental truck from Lowe's. Nice. That he got from fucking Bloomington. Nice. An hour and a half away. Why in the hell would you go rent a truck at fucking Bloomington, drive an hour and a half basically to Seymour for a fucking roadie? Because if it paid $60 to deliver it, then you take it. The power was out. We couldn't do nothing for him. So he sat there for a while. Nice. Yeah. That's what, uh, you know, driving roadie has taken me a lot of different places that I would never usually go, but if the payout's 60 to $75 to deliver something, I'm going to drive 30 miles. <laughs> like, I'm going to do it. And then, you know, being on these other, other delivery apps, you know, you get to the town that you're delivering in, and then you just turn on these other apps and you do your fucking regular work from a different town. Like... <laughs> It's how you do it, bro. It's how it works. It's how it works. It's how you make money doing this shit. You can't just sit there and be like, oh, I'm only going to do DoorDash. And fuck you, people that don't tip. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dustin, what did you get into this week? Not much. Played in the cold and the snow. We finally got first snowstorms and stuff. Other than that, didn't do much. Race semi racing this weekend. Did the roar before the twenty four as that's this weekend. Now the twenty four is this weekend for i racing, so I'll be doing that this weekend. But no, I didn't really did really didn't do much. Uh, it was a weekend of stay inside and say fuck going outside. When it, you're looking at forty below zero, you just don't even want to go anywhere. So we just stayed indoors. Yeah, the the weather has sucked. Yes. Uh you had you had what below? We're at, I think with wind chill right now, at this moment, I will look. Uh, we've been underneath the wind chill warning for like four days, three or four days. Hmm. Um, right now, 
it's negative eight air temperature, negative thirty three with wind chill. Damn. So, and we've hit we've hit negative forty at at some points. Um, but no, it's just been cold. So it's just like Rock let's stay shit. inside. So, mm. Well which uh, you know, everybody asks, what are you doing when it's cold out? I'm like, what do you do when it's really hot out? <laughs> just vice versa. I haven't had just much. This. You can go outside when it's 100 and some degrees and you can worry about heat stroke. You go outside for five minutes with bare skin, you might have frostbite. <laughs> but <laughs> well, they're giving out warnings for frostbite in, ten, in five to ten minutes for to expose skin. You know you just stay inside. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, the damn weather's been so cold and... Well, you've been in the you've been in the um, Supreme Arena. Yeah. So we had we don't have heat in the building, but we have oh a we have one of those like fucking high powered um, I don't know it's propane diesel whatever the fuck it is that blows like fucking fire. Like a Nipco. We, yeah. Salamander. It's Salamander. Put that out there in the fucking. Um, arena anyway so that it warms up for the fans and stuff but the fucking dressing room holy shit <laughs> is it cold like so this past weekend we were in the uh, Steven and I were in the main event I'm sitting in the locker room now anybody who knows me or has watched me re- be a, a part of wrestling I wear short sleeves and shorts <laughs> fuck that I sat there. We we're like I said, we're in the main event. I sat there basically the entire fucking night, and like I'm not getting fucking dressed. I'm not getting dressed until it's time for us to go the fuck out there because I am like my toes. I couldn't feel my toes in the locker room. Like it was fucking cold. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm asking everybody that comes back. I'm like, is it is it warm out there? Like it's fucking boiling out there. And I'm, they're coming back sweating and all this other shit. To one point, like they they sent a guy out and they're like, "Turn, tell him to turn off the heater." And it was a, it was a heel. He went out there. It was so hot out there. Like he went out there as a heel and like pretended. It's like, "Fuck you, people!" And then just unplugged the fucking heater. It was fucking great. <laughs> way to play to play the show. Way to play the show. Um, but that brings me to. Um, something I got coming up this Friday, which is another, a different, uh, something different other than, um, Supreme, uh, Steven and I will be working at XCW, which is another promotion. Uh, Steven will be involved in a six man elimination match. Um, so that ought to be fun. Uh, it's in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Um, at the arena, if anybody knows about it. So if you watch Netflix wrestlers at all, they filmed most of everything was at the OVW arena, but there was some parts that were actually not filmed at the OVW arena. It was filmed at the arena in Jeffersonville. Um, so we will be in that arena, uh, this Friday, uh, a couple things on the card that are pretty exciting. Punk Rock Express is going to take on Custom Made for the tag team titles. And, and the, the Custom Made members that are going to be defending are Charlie Key and Tanner Saturn. Um, 
Eric Draven is in the main event uh, going against Madman Pondo, um, which if anybody knows of Pondo, he's wrestled in Japan and he's like uh, one of these like deathmatch guys. So I expect Eric Draven to get his ass whooped. <laughs> so, um, but that ought to be that ought to be fun. Um, yeah, it should be a fun show for you, Tony. And and then you know, come to find out, Tony's not going to be here next week. And then I found something out. It's fucking piece of shit. Fucking Tony, behind my back, has invited somebody to come take his place. Tony, you jackass. In this podcast. Tony, would you like to be the one that spectacularly announced how you fucked me over? How I fucked you over. I don't think I did. But I think it's finger looking good, though. Oh, finger looking good. Mr. Cohen wants to come on and talk to you. Yeah. You know, Mr. Cohen's son- like, hey, Tony, I hear you're going away. And I'm like, hey, man, I am. They need a, somebody to fill in. What you doing next week? Nothing? All right. You're my fill-in. Tag, you're in, buddy. So this piece of shit, Tony, has done, gone, and replaced himself (laughs) with Mr. KFC King himself, Jason Cohen. I might as well just say I'm off, too, and give you Charlie Key. I mean, what the fuck? (laughs) You must be really fucking proud of yourself, Tony. I am, because I'm not going to have Wi-Fi for four days, so I won't know a damn thing until Friday. We're going to find out what what freaking ocean he's on, and we're going to go take out that boat. Yeah. I'm calling Yemen right now. I have no phone for four days. I'm calling Yemen. Here's the boat you need to be firing at this week. (laughs) <laughs> you son of a bitch oh. why the fuck would you book Jason fucking KFC Cohen on Backtalk because I'm an asshole occasionally and I figured it'd be a great time to do it because he's the man the myth and the woo and the woo <laughs> the damn right by the way what's your name woo Fuck you, Will. <laughs> what what did I do to you to deserve this? You tagged along with him, sorry. It's just the way it happens. Tagged along with him? Yeah, you're here with him, so. Alright, Dustin, to... this is what we have to do. Uh-oh. Next week, we bought do you have a KFC near you? Yes, I do. We About have half to an hour, but I can go... make it work. Go get some, on your way home from work, pick up some KFC, and we're going to be eating some fucking KFC and see if we can get this bastard to go nuts. (laughs) Well, see what I can do. (laughs) Because, uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he's received his dick trophy 
by then and can uh, show that off on, on the podcast at least, maybe. <laughs> Which Dustin should have his, his Teddy trophy by then, too. So, um, yeah. Maybe. I mean, he snowed in, so. He yeah. is snowed in, and I haven't mailed it yet. So, <laughs> but would you guys like to see, I'm not going to reveal what's added to it, but would you like to see the trophies? Might as well. Might as well show them off before you mail them out. I don't understand why he's going to get mad. I, I got a replacement and everything for him, so... He didn't yeah, have I mean, to find anybody. So the the thing is, you no, know, he's always mad if we just say, "Hey, we're not going to show up and don't send anybody," and then he's yeah. Like, and I, I didn't, you know, I didn't tell anybody. I just wanted to be a surprise, and it is a surprise. So <laughs> it's like so the here, piece of wood ever for a fucking little tiny thing. Here, here is the the Jason Cohen KFC. Penis trophy that hopefully he will show off in his own possession, maybe put in his mouth while we're eating KFC next week. <laughs> and here is the trophy that if I go to the mail, <laughs> will be in Dustin's possession next week. <laughs> with something added to it. Oh boy. You, you could be the one that, if you receive it, because I went to the mail, um, <laughs> um, you can reveal what was added to the trophy. So, and maybe we'll have um, Miss No Fun stop in and explain to us why what is on the trophy is on the trophy. So, now I'm scared to even see this. It's probably going to get picked up in customs and be like, you just can't go there. What the hell's going on? <laughs> so there you have it. Cool. So I, I guess I guess everybody's going to have to get excited about next week. Fucking son of a... Maybe I'm just not going to show up next week. Maybe, Maybe Jason well, Cohen can do back talk by himself. Well, the thing is, uh, you know, Andy, it might not be bad. Maybe he'll actually talk more than Tony, so me and you don't have to carry the show. This is true. This is true. As long as he doesn't bring his pumpkin friend. Madison Payne in my ass. As long as as he doesn't bring Madison Payne in my ass with him, then then we'll be okay. But um, is there a reason? Is there... Tony, is there a reason why he wants to come on this podcast at all? He, I don't know. He said he just wants to talk, so he really didn't tell me why. He just said some stuff's been going on. He wanted to talk about it, get it out there, let other people know what's going on. So hmm. didn't really tell me too much. He just said that he has you know stuff he wants to talk about, a certain person, but that's all he would tell me. Oh, wow. Well, we might have some juicy news next week. That maybe it's a good thing. Oh, gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Are we getting the inside scoop next week from from Mr. KFC about the Colonel changing his recipe again? Damn. Damn. Begins, so. Damn. It'd be like TMZ and breaking breaking news. 
Exactly. Well, we, uh, yeah, you know, we're going to have to do, if that's the case, we're going to have to, you know, cut this up into reels and, you know, TikToks and do breaking news, you know, releases and, and all that kind of shit because we might be getting, we might be getting the Colonel's new recipe. Well, fucking right. Finger licking good. Damn. Ah, <sighs> oh, damn. Well, if that's the case, I'll be all right with it. But if it's some bullshit that Tony has concocted, then I don't know what to think. Yeah. Never know. So, Never know. I guess we'll find we'll find out next week. Tony already knows. He ain't gonna tell us. No. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> What's your name? Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> I will be on a boat on my way to the Bahamas. You're going to be on the boat singing, I'm on a boat, I'm on a boat, I'm on a motherfucking boat. I'm on a boat. Isn't that a song? Isn't there a song about I'm on a yeah. boat? Or... Yeah. Well, uh, Long Island Boys or whatever, right? That, yeah, isn't oh. That? Then you got boats no. and hoes. You got, <laughs> you're, you're hanging with the Island Boys? I'm an Island Boy. Uh, uh, Andy Sandberg did the I'm on a boat. Yeah, with the law. What, what's this band called? Isn't it like Long Island Boys or something like that? That might be something, yeah. I don't know, yeah. But the Island Boys, that you know, yeah, we don't talk about the Island Boys because they might, you know, come on here and start yelling at us and threaten to beat us up. So I'm an Island Boy, but I suck. And nobody likes me, boy. Yeah, yeah it's the Lonely <laughs> Island. Oh, they did. I'm a boat and jizzed in my pants and all those other ones. Yeah, the the Island Boys. Wait, 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 wait. The Island Boys jizzed in their pants. Oh, they had a song that jizzed in my pants. Not those. Not those boys. Not those I'm not surprised. Listen, I would not be surprised if the Island Boys jizzed in their pants. I, I would. I would not. I would not be this surprised. This is a lonely island. That, that's how they get the hair to stand straight out. They do a. <laughs> Oh, they just yeah. They just said, okay. Well, I figured if you know if they saw a goat walk by or something, they would jizz in their pants. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck kind of animals they got on the island. Monkeys, snakes. monkeys, snakes. Reptiles They're jizzing for snakes. They're jizzing for snakes. Maybe rattlesnakes. Are they jizzing for rattlesnakes? <laughs> This this show has turned like weird. <laughs> coming on here. Now we're talking about jizzing to snakes and crap. Nope. Forest cup, baby, forest cup. <laughs> this is why I go on vacation. I don't know. I... We don't work at Home Depot like you do, and have money for all these vacations I get you get to take. Yeah. You can. You just got to do them a year in advance. That's how we do it. I think we got to cut his pay from this podcast. Yeah, maybe I need to get a new camera. Maybe you should buy that. This is what happens when you make when you make too much money from this podcast. You work at Home Depot. You have no kids and two incomes. That's what happens. He has I'm on a, a boat, bitch. That's what it is. I'm on a boat. He's living like bomb. he's a teenager right now because he's got he has had a kid when he was younger, so he's living his <laughs> life now. 
That is correct, and that's what I tell my son all the time. And I'll bet you, I'll bet you any amount of money, Tony jizzes in his pants when he sees a rattlesnake. Probably, but it's not going to be jizz. It's going to be fucking pissed, and I'm running the other way. I'm going to laugh when he's on that boat making fun of us, hanging out with Cohen, and he's sitting there seasick like crazy. I, I'm, I'm not afraid boat, of rattlesnakes. I'm, I'm not afraid of rattlesnakes because what they do is they warn you. They're like keyboard warriors. Yeah. Right? They talk a lot of shit, <laughs> and if you just ignore them, they go away. Yeah. So, you know, I ain't afraid of no rattlesnake. No. Mm. All right, we'll find that out sometime. I'll bring a rattlesnake to your house, see if you're afraid of it. Okay, please do. Please do. It probably won't be a rattler, though. It'll probably be a boa or something. <laughs> so, so, anyway. I forgot the rattle. <laughs> anyway, I think I think Dustin Dustin said the magic word three minutes ago. I was, so. I was saying that we went, like, we were going dark there for a minute. <laughs> Went Welcome to back talk. To, uh, <laughs> went from finger licking good to oh my god, what happened? <laughs> to jizzing, the island boys are jizzing in their pants to rattlesnakes. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, well, we've done. I think I've had enough because I, I need to get out of here because now I had. I don't want to talk anymore because we got fucking Cohen next week. You mean Andy's speechless right now? Shades is speechless? I don't know. Tony, you want to take over the show for a little bit? Well, I'm just 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 fucking pissed off that we have fucking Cohen coming. Damn, bring Rattlesnake with you. Maybe everybody jizzing their pants. Maybe maybe when uh, Tony comes back, we... uh, me and you take a night off, and we uh, give him the person that we don't speak of anymore. Oh. Who do we not speak of anymore? Uh, the mouse. Oh. That would be one. That would be one, one boring-ass fucking podcast. <laughs> sign, sign language. Like, what the hell's going on here? That would be fun. Like, hey, mouse, Dallas sucks. <laughs> it might be a pretty good show, actually. <laughs> oh man! Uh, uh, <laughs> we make the playoffs. So what do you gonna say about that? Well, Joe Burrow was hurt for half the year, no, three quarters of the year. So that's why you know he really didn't play to his full potential. Dak Prescott just sucks, and you know. Pay him a lot of money and he can't even get past the first round. So. I forgot. I forgot the mouse sucked the star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he lives I in the star. Forgot about that. Boys. I mean, one of us just might need to come in here, hit record, and just let these two go at it. <laughs> Do we? Yeah. So, so we're, we'll see how this Jason Cohen episode goes next yeah. week. If it goes awry. You can damn bet yourself that in two to three weeks it was it's gonna be the Tony and Mouse show. The Woo Mouse. No oh boy. Yeah. The mouse Fuck, you, mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Woo Mouse. Fuck you, Woo Mouse. I think that's a t shirt though. The jizz in my pants when I see rattlesnakes. <laughs> And fuck you, Woo Mouse. <laughs> and fuck you, Woo Mouse. 
<laughs> Screenshot. <laughs> yes. Yes, we need some screenshot t-shirts of that, too. Um, hashtag screenshot, by the way. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. boy. Uh, let's go around and... Uh, or uh, Tony, you can, you can take it home. You started it off. Fuck you. Fuck you, Woo. <laughs> Fuck you, Woo. <laughs> That's a t-shirt, too. Fuck you, Woo. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I am just ready for this week to be over with. So, like I said, we can head out to the Bahamas. We're going to Bimini in Nassau for one day and one day. So, Bimini? Bimini. Mas- Nassau? Nassau! <laughs> He's going to Bimini the Nassau. Yeah. He's Paniniing the Nassau's. <laughs> So we know the direction his boat's going. We might be able to find it. So <laughs> Nassau is Nassau. Just, Nassau. just so you know. Nassau. Nassau. Wax off. Yeah, it's not, it's not Nassau. <laughs> it's Nassau. Oh. <laughs> I've never been on a boat. I've never been out of the fucking country. So it's first time. So we'll but you never knew, like, there. I think... I think there was a basketball team that played there too, but the New York Islanders played at the Nassau Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll see if I can see the Nassau Coliseum. But that's that's in New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, why? Then fine. They won't see the Nassau. Well, I see the Coliseum. <laughs> Uh, it's been a long week, I guess. Damn, look at us. We're all fucking slap happy. Yeah. That's because you're giving us Cohen. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Lou! <laughs> <laughs> he asked. I was like, okay, you can be my replacement, so. God damn. You know, if That'd it was anybody else. Fucking terrible show. It would be one fucking terrible show. And if it is, you are getting the Woo Mouse. Fuck you, Woo Mouse. <laughs> Right. I'll take the mouse if it happens. I don't think, I think it's gonna be a good show. So. Okay. Well, I guess if there's some dirt to spill, we'll we'll be all right. But okay. So go ahead, finish us off there, Tony. Finish us off so I can come out of my pants. I'm just ready to go. Ready to get to the vacation. Get down there. Go to the boat. We're doing a group. Slot pool. We'll see if that goes. See if I can come back with some money. So there's like 50 of us doing a $20 piece slot pool. So there's yeah. 50 of you going on this cruise. No, there's more than 50, but I mean, there's 50 of us that are going on this cruise that have signed up to do a slot pool. So, so Dustin, what? did your what? invite to this shit get fucking lost too? Yeah. There's 50 fucking people going. I didn't get no invite. I didn't invite the 50 people. Some other lady invited the other 49 people. I just said, hey, I would like to participate. Oh, I know what this is. I know what this is. It's one of them timeshare things. (laughs) Better fucking not be. This is one of them timeshare. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you, you can go on this fucking cruise. If you spend an hour with us looking at the timeshare of the boat, which is going to take, you know, 
three days. We tell you an hour, but it takes three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. No timeshare. So. Fuck you, timeshare! It'd be fun. If you get a group of people and, you know, you can make money, you can lose money, but it'd be pretty fun. Yeah, but at least, hey, it's only 20 bucks, so I don't care. I watch a guy on YouTube. He, he's a big slot player, travels the world with casinos, and he does group polls where he goes, and everybody throws in like 500 bucks. And it's it's interesting because you're doing max bet. And... So I got to ask. I really got to ask because this sounds awfully familiar. So, Tony, are you involved in some Disney fucking Facebook group that does trips together? No. No. No, there are groups like that, but I mean, not like this. Those would be more for like Disney Cruise. This isn't a Disney Cruise. Okay, so where did these 50 people come from? They're all going on the same cruise. I understand that, but where did they come from? I don't know. Some woman, there's a page. There is a page for your cruise. Somebody will make a page for your cruise. Mm. And then, you know, okay. that's when everybody talked about what they're bringing, stuff like that. <laughs> okay. I've done slot pools. I would like to do another one while we're on here. So, 20 okay. bucks, you get four pools. So. so, these are just random ass people that booked the cruise as well. Yeah. And then we're like, hey, you know, let's, let's all get together and have a fucking, you know, whoever puts their pineapple upside down on their door, we'll knock at, you know, 11 o'clock at night. Yes, I'm not knocking on any doors with any upside-down pineapples. I, I mean, we've talked about upside-down pineapples on this podcast before, but I heard that's a thing on a cruise. If, if so, I will take pictures, and then when I come back, I will share. If, there, if I see any upside-down pineapples. Yeah, he'll be the one with an upside-down pineapple on his door. Whatever, we ain't putting shit on our doors. We need to I, I heard that's page a... and find yeah. out where his room is and say, "Give this is from Backtalk, do this. Yes. Put this fucking upside down pineapple on there. <laughs> Knock on his door at eleven o'clock. Fuck you, Woo. <laughs> That's what you get for bringing Cohen on here. <laughs> so, okay, because the only reason I asked is because it sounded awfully familiar. Because, you know, whether Tony wants to admit it or not, when we were younger and we were first going to Vegas, we were in a Vegas group. That did Vegas like group trips, which yep. was great because we got free tickets to some show that put us to sleep. <laughs> yeah. um, and we got to drink free. You you got a lot of free shots after you argued. Yeah, we got to drink free at some place for like, and I got way too fucking wasted that night. And Tony did too. Tony doesn't want to admit it. But Tony got too wasted that night too because he ended up taking the bus home to the hotel by himself and getting lost and having to ask people on the bus who he didn't know where he needed to get off. I didn't have to ask them. They knew I was totally wasted and they asked where, my, where I was staying. So they told me, this is your stop sweet so they were really nice okay but, i want to know what happened after he got off the bus and how he got to where he was needed to go luckily it wasn't that far but it was down a bridge over this bridge and i was there so yeah it was rough it took four hours but i got there 
<laughs> yeah, I got absolutely two. I mean, I don't think I don't think that either of those trips that we went on. I think there was maybe two with the group that we did, but like, I don't think either of those I was very sober at all because I know I've told this story before, but this also part of these group trips was the time that we ended up at a bar and I was double fisted with beers with straws in them. Yes. And got, and that was also the time at the same bar while I was there at the bar with two beers in my hand with straws in them that Tony went to the bathroom. And then when he finished the, at the restroom, he didn't know how to get back to the bar because he was too drunk. This so was he, our call, first <laughs> he called his sister who was in Indiana yep. mm-hmm. and asked her where I was. Yep. that's how bad it was it was fucking midnight in indiana and i'm calling my sister saying hey i'm fucking lost i don't know where andy is she's like what the fuck you want me to do i'm like i don't know but i called you so why didn't i know you when you drank tony (laughs) jesus you know and then you lost bad well that when he within 10 minutes of that happening, that's when he looked at me and said, it's time to go. And that's all we remembered. We don't remember how we got from one hotel to the next hotel. I, w- I knew I was to the point with sitting there with two beers in my hand and straws. I knew I was to the point of blackout. I knew I was there. So at least I was cognizant enough to know that anything beyond this point is going to just end up in trouble. So I just looked at Tony after he made it back to the bathroom. His sister didn't give him directions, but he made it back from the bathroom. Um, and I, I just looked at him and go, all I said was, it's time to go. And we don't know how we got back to the room, but we ended up at the room. Yep. It's also the same night that I called my wife when we got back to the room. That was about every night. Yeah, I called her every night when we got back. But this time, she didn't answer. <laughs> and when I got the voicemail, I thought I was back in the 1980s, early 90s. That's what I was about to say. Because I was talking into her voicemail, telling her to pick up like it was an answering machine. Hey, pick up. Let's get in my car. <laughs> Now, I don't remember any of this. She told me about the voicemail. Um, because we don't know. We just woke up in the morning and go, how the fuck did we get back here? So. See, that now, was... that's when if I was with you guys and if I was close to that being drunk, I don't know if I ever thought about this, but thinking about it now, it would have been perfect. I would have went and found two fucking escorts for the night and paid them and just told them to go sleep with you guys. Just lay in the bed until <laughs> the next morning to see what the fuck would have happened. Yeah. Because we wouldn't have known shit. We, I, I mean, because, well, listen, this night that ended up, that started off, that, that I said we had to go. It started off with going to the, we weren't leaving for another day or two. But there was a couple that was leaving that was in our group. They were leaving the next morning. And they had a suite in one of the hotels. And they're like, come up and check out this suite. It's fucking awesome. So we did. Went up there. And they had a they had a whole wet bar and everything in their fucking suite. 
but they also had a bunch of leftover liquor. And they're like, drink this shit because we can't take it home. Whatever. I ended up drinking like a whole bottle of some blue shit that I don't even know what the fuck it was. You never drink anything blue because nothing good happens. Um, and I think before that, I think before we just decided to go out and go visit them, was the, also the night, If correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, but it was also the night we, like, before we left the room, we drank a bottle of Gentleman's Jack. Yeah, because you were all fucked up on fucking cold shit, and you had to get cold medicine, so you had to do that. So you're like, oh, I got to fucking, I'm sick. So let's just fucking down this bottle so it'll make me feel better and to make you feel better because you're with me and that's what we're going to fucking do. And then we're going to go next door and drink some more fucking shit. <laughs> so, yeah, it started off with drinking a bottle of Gentleman's Jack because we were pre-gaming um, yeah. with a whole bottle. Um, and uh, we drank that and went to their <laughs> their room, drank whatever the fuck was in their bar so that they didn't have to take it home. We didn't have to waste it. Because God forbid we waste any alcohol at our age at that point. Um, from there, <laughs> from there, I don't know what we did, but I know we ended up at the bar. And the bar that we were at, we went to because we had, again, because of this group, two free drinks at this bar each. So we went and got our two free drinks. My two free drinks were my two beers that I decided to put straws in. And I don't know, and they weren't, they were like draft beers too. Cause I remember having glasses, like having them in like pint glasses and having straws. Not, it wasn't like a straw in a bottle. Yeah, it was like um, a tap beer. Yeah. So we had that and then we don't remember. Can you imagine why we don't remember how, how we got back to our room? Um, but we ended up doing it without getting ourselves in trouble or doing anything stupid. That you know of. I mean, it, it is possible, but it's not like the fucking hangover where there was like pictures. So, um, That's I don't I think mean, either one know. of us, I don't think either one of us as drunk as we got in, in Vegas did anything stupid. That's good. Did, you don't want to any go to of, Vegas, Joe. On any of our, any of our trips, did we do anything stupid or something we shouldn't have done? Yeah, I can't. I've only done that once, but I can't say that either. Got really drunk a couple of nights, you know. Not as bad as what you two did, but oh my god! The weirdest thing that happened when we were in Vegas is we were walking down the strip and ran into two people from my hometown. Graduated mm -hmm. one, and my brother graduated the other. So we met up with them at the Circle Bar, Carnival Court, whatever they want to call it. Circle Bar right by the Lincoln Herreras, I think. Yep. And they got the Circle Bar right in the middle there. It's outdoor, and they were doing shots up at the counter. And my friend goes, hey, it's your first trip to Vegas. Take this 20, go up and get a shot. Gave the money to the girl, and she looked at me. Can you swallow? I'm like, can you? And she took her head back, and I it was like a half a bottle or whatever she was pouring down my fucking throat. She goes, you can swallow. I'm like, well, do you? You never answered my question. But it was pretty fun. That was probably my fondest, like, fondest memory. Not, you know, I remember it. But it was just cool running into two people from your hometown that in Vegas. Yeah, you might want to be careful if you go to Vegas with me. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go to Vegas with you now. I might not have a liver. Well, the first time I took Christina to Vegas when it was just me and her, um, she did come out with us one night. Um, 
when Tony and I were there. Um, yeah, the first. And then, but when I took her, just me and her, we went the first night to Fremont Street. Mm-hmm. And she got so drunk that she had to go to the bathroom when we were on the bus going back to the hotel. So we stopped off at, I don't know, if, I don't remember which hotel it was, but we stopped off at one of the stops because she had to go to the bathroom. She went, in, went into the bathroom and fell asleep. <laughs> in the bathroom. And you're standing there like, no, I was like, where the fuck is she? Because I, like, I knew at that point, like when I saw her getting woed, I'm like, well, maybe I should not. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, so yeah, anyway, crazy. I know we got, we got off on a tangent there, but, uh, I think it was a good story. What, hap- what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas until you get on the back to all podcast. Talk about it. <laughs> you talk about what you remember. Like I said, you still don't remember. <laughs> right. <everything. laughs> Who knows what happened? We have no idea how we got back to the, to the room. It, it could have been by like drag queens. I have no idea. None. Zero. I think Tony probably had a drag queen take him back to the room. That's what I'm going to go with. Fuck you, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dustin. What do you got coming up? <laughs> uh, just uh, doing the Daytona 24 on iRacing as the next, the real race of the week after that. But 24-hour race with a team, it'll always be fun. Um, other than that, just try to stay warm. It'll make the highest we see this week is plus eight. And then we next Monday, we get in the 30s again. So it'll be like a 60-degree turnaround. But other than that, there's not much going on here. Uh, just doing what we can just to get through. But other than that, it's normal. It's just stay inside weather right now. Watching yeah. football, all that stuff. Well, good How about shit. you? What do you got going on? Don't really have much. Like I said, I got XCW coming up this weekend, and we'll have Supreme on Saturday, so two shows. I've actually, in the next three weeks, I have six shows. Um, Three different promotions, six shows. You get to go to the greatest show you've never been to. Oh, that's the other thing I didn't didn't mention. There is a possibility. There is a possibility. I don't, don't know how big this possibility is. But it is a actual possibility. It was asked to me. Um, there is a possibility that you are now listening to and talking to an international wrestling star. Oh, boy. There is a possibility that I will be going to Canada in the spring. Well, you're coming up to my neck of the woods maybe then. It's possible. I don't know where in Canada I'm fucking going. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Tony looks really confused right now. Do you have a passport? Yeah, I have to actually get one. I, I They were closed today because it was MLK Day. Um, but I have to go over to the uh, post office tomorrow, get my passport stuff, and, and get it filled out because it takes a little bit of time, and this is in yep. April. Yeah, it um, does. So it is a... It is a big possibility, maybe a big possibility. It is a possibility. We'll leave it at that. That I could be going to Canada. So, be cool, be fun, international wrestling star. So, uh, Canadian beer, yay! 
Oh my God, I can't fucking wait. Jimmy <laughs> Horton, and, and I know some of the people that I'm going with don't drink. I got a DD and everything, so it'd be fucking Remember. wonderful. <laughs> Remember when we had uh, BP on here the first time? He told us a story about the Canadian strippers. Okay. Yes, I know how to theory. act now. I know how to act now. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, man, that'd be really cool. It'd be really cool and fun. Um, but other than that, yeah, I got six dates in the next three weeks. Um, so got a lot of rest coming up. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. But that's uh, that's pretty much all I got. Um, Tony, take her home. All right. Good show. Good times. I'm ready to go on vacation. So, yeah. You guys have a special guest next week. So, hopefully. Yeah, he Fuck you. Quit, so, since I won't be here. So. Yeah. So, cheers. Or tits down, tits sideways. I don't know where everyone <laughs> say tits up. Tits up. Ball cracker, nutcracker, mouse kicker. We'll see you next week. I don't know how the show is going to be. We're going to have fucking KFC. But we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Tits up. Fuck you, woo. Fuck you, woo. You know I'm casting with Peroni Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to pee, my boys, yeah, we talking stuff up. Andy, surely be looking good in the shades. And when we say it on the mic, Dustin, we got it made. Money guns, just to pee, yeah, they living it up. Low life, yo life, boys, we talking it up. Slaying while we playing on the pockets for sure. Slip my boy four shots when he's got work in the morning. Trade, look at me strange, but you know I don't care. Step into the pod shed and see what happens in there. Quit squawking, a back talk will hit you with the fat. Take a kick to those nuts and take a bomb on this mat. B-Town, he's renowned as a man with the shades. And if your nuts get cracked, dude, shut your face. Come back, get back, that's a part of success. If you believe in back talk, you'll be relieving your stress.